0: Happy Friday, StoryFam. I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a great week. As of today, we are exactly two weeks away from Christmas Day 2020, and I am here to encourage you today and hopefully to prepare you to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ this year. You know, I was a Bible-thumping religious kid for the first 20 years of my life in the Bible Belt, and during those years, Christmas always felt to me like it was warm and fuzzy, you know, sentimental and sappy. But I didn't know why it felt that way. I just know it was supposed to feel that way. And then from age 20 to 34, I became an angry, cynical know it all who went out of my way to make fun of Bible thumping Christians like I had been. And during that time of my life, Christmas was different. It always just felt materialistic and meaningless and kind of plastic. And I always just kind of sneered uh, like the Grinch at the thought of Christmas. But how should we be feeling about Christmas, especially at the end of a year like 2020? Should we be putting on our happy faces and projecting a superficial smile because Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year? Or should we just enjoy the parties and the presents without giving much thought to the reason for the Christmas season? I think the meaning of Christmas all comes down to one question. Who was Jesus? Answer that question. And you'll know exactly how to approach the christmas season jesus was either a myth and a hoax and we should all just kind of celebrate christmas tongue-in-cheek or jesus was god in the flesh and we should all celebrate christmas as the most extraordinary event in human history the moment when our creator became one of us when i deconverted from christianity I remember discovering so many inaccuracies about the Christmas story that I had learned all my life in church. Like how the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, don't agree on the Christmas details. Two of the Gospels, Mark and John, don't even include birth stories at all. Christmas isn't a big deal at all in Mark and John. Matthew doesn't give us much in the way of Christmas either. He jumps from Mary's surprise pregnancy announcement all the way to the visit of the Magi when Jesus was already two years old. There's no detail about the Christmas event. Only Luke's gospel has much at all to say about the circumstances surrounding Mary and Joseph on that first Christmas night. And when I took a closer look at Luke's account in my 20s, I learned that much of our traditional nativity scenes... It's all wrong. Mary and Joseph weren't turned away from the Bethlehem Inn, as we've been told. There is no inn in the Gospels, <laughs> nor is there an innkeeper. The inn, the innkeeper, is a whole scene that became sort of a legend developing in the 17th century and not before. Instead, it looks like Luke is suggesting that Jesus was born, like most babies of the time, in his family's home, in, in his father joseph's family home in bethlehem in the basement because there was no room in the upper room of the house that's actually what luke says i remember feeling (laughs) so betrayed by my pastors and my churches and uh, other bible teachers that i had trusted over the years as a child to show me the way, Um, when I learned that much of what I had been taught was false. And to this day, honestly, I still have trust issues with religious people who claim to know all the answers and have it all figured out. During the 13 years after that, that I spent as a spiritual cynic, I kept finding reasons not to believe in Jesus. I was taught uh, during those years about a handful of pagan gods who were around centuries before Jesus, and how some of them were said to have been born to a virgin mother on December 25th, how some of them had 12 disciples, and some of them performed miracles. A couple of them were crucified, I was told, and one was even resurrected on the third day. To me, Jesus began to look like just another copycat myth. But when I finally surrendered to Jesus in 2013, I started doing my own research And I realized how the secular voices in my life had been just as manipulative, if not more so, than the religious voices of my youth ever were. I did my own reading and learned how the pagan gods who were supposedly born of virgins either weren't in their own mythologies born of virgins or their virgin births were added to their stories after the life of Jesus and the church began to spread. I learned how... December twenty fifth uh, as the date of Jesus's birth, you know I, how that argument really holds no water at all because the Bible never says Jesus was born on December twenty fifth. <laughs> christmas wasn't celebrated on december 25th until the sixth century and it was probably chosen as the special day by the christians just because december 25th was already a holiday that people were getting off of work for and so the christians just said fine we'll take that day and celebrate our savior's birth then so there's no truth claim there that's at stake then there was the fact that all the reputable scholars i was reading acknowledged the historical existence of jesus By comparison, there are no scholars who are reputable who believe that pagan gods like Attis or Dionysus, the the guys who were supposedly born of virgins and died on crosses, Attis, Dionysus, and Krishna, there's no evidence that they ever walked the earth. There's no one who can prove that those guys were historical figures. But in his book called Did Jesus Exist, Bart Ehrman, who is an atheist scholar and who has spoken out against Christianity in many ways. He was one of the guys that led me away from Christianity. He wrote in his book, Did Jesus Exist? The idea that Jesus did not exist is a modern notion. It has no ancient precedents. It was made up in the 18th century. One might as well call it a modern myth, the myth of the mythical Jesus. So Christmas isn't just an empty tradition based on fanciful fiction. It can't just be that. The birth of Jesus is a historical fact. Jesus wasn't just a myth born out of man's imagination. Jesus really lived, and his claims of divinity are what got him crucified. Now, you can believe that God became one of us and celebrate Christmas with all your heart, or you can believe that it's all a a lie, a cover-up, and a hoax, and you can treat December 25th like pretty much any other day but I'll never understand the casual Christmas observance that has become commonplace in our culture because Christmas either means that everything has changed or nothing has. I think most of us want to believe that Christmas is true, but I don't think most of us actually do. I can't convince you of the logic behind Christmas, A first century Jewish God baby who was born of a virgin to die for the sins of the world and who rose from the dead three days later. That's a tough pill for any thinking skeptic to swallow. And I get that. All I can tell you about Christmas is that I've met Jesus. And I believe he's worth celebrating. You can meet him too. Meet him in the Bible and you'll find his timeless teachings like the Good Samaritan, the Golden Rule and the Prodigal Son. You'll see how he loved the most unlovable people. You'll read how the rulers arrested and stripped him, tortured and killed him, and how he gave them, in return, nothing but forgiveness. Forgiveness and love. Keep reading and you'll meet the risen Jesus in Scripture too, the one who promised to prepare a place for you in heaven if you'll have him. You can meet him. In the Bible, you can meet him in prayer as well or in Christian community or in worship, like at one of our seven seven Christmas Eve candlelight services <laughs> where we'll all lift our candles high and let our lights shine as we worship Jesus together. I can't tell you how Christmas happened, but all I can tell you is that it happened. God walked among us to live for us, to die for us, and to rise for us. Christmas means your creator really loves you that much. So if Christmas is true, what do we have to be afraid of? What are we getting so worked up about? Why do we let anger control us? Why do we care so much what other people think of us? When if Christmas is true, we already know what God thinks of us. And that, I think, is what Christmas is all about. So I hope you'll approach this Christmas 2020 with the same eager expectation you had when you were a little kid. Not just because of the presents or the parties, but because God went to unimaginable lengths to make sure you know that you're his, that you're loved, that you'll never be alone. That's all for this week, everybody. Be sure to visit thestory.church slash christmas, thestory.church slash christmas for information about all seven of our Christmas Eve candlelight worship opportunities um, that begin on the 17th. Not exactly Christmas Eve, but we have that traveler service coming up next Thursday, the 17th. I would love to see you guys in person or join us online for our five um, services on the 24th. Um, all right, everybody. I love you all. Have a great weekend. Bye.